Hello everyone, how are we doing today? Hope you're doing great. So, welcome to another episode of the Trini Cakes Podcast. This is your host, Keegan St. Martin, speaking to you live from Trinidad and Tobago. So, before we start, um, please um, take my podcast to the Lord first, and do not take my word as golden. So reminder again, please take my podcast to the Lord first and do not take my word as golden. So I would like to say a prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this day. Continue to guide, protect, and bless us during these times. Please pour your Holy Spirit on me and all those who will be listening to this podcast. Guide the Guide the tone, guide the process, guide the way I speak, and help us to understand the message and apply it to our daily lives. In your name I pray. Amen. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about a huge problem in the world today, and that is a divided kingdom. So I wanted to reference from Matthew chapter 12, verses 22 to 32. And I'm referencing from the Good News Translation version. So I'll start. Then some people brought to Jesus a man who was blind and could not talk because he had a demon. Jesus healed the man so that he was able to talk and see. The crowds were all amazed at what Jesus had done. Could he be the son of David? They asked. When the Pharisees heard this, they replied, He drives out demons only because their ruler, Beelzebul, gives power to do so. Jesus knew what they were thinking, and he said to them, Any country that divides itself into groups which fight each other will not last very long. And any tongue or family that divides itself into groups which fight each other will fall apart. So, if one group is fighting another in Satan's kingdom, this means that it is already divided into groups and will soon fall apart. You say that I drive out demons because Beelzebub gives me the power to do so. Well then, who gives your followers the power to drive them out? What your own followers do proves that you are wrong. No, it is not Beelzebub, but God's Spirit who gives me the power to drive out demons, which which proves that the kingdom of God has already come upon you. No one can break into a strong man's house and take away his belongings unless he first ties up the strong man. Then he can plunder his house. Anyone who is not for me is really against me. Anyone who does not help me gather is really scattering. For this reason, I tell you, people can be forgiven any sin. And any evil thing they say. But whosoever says evil things against the Holy Spirit 
will not be forgiven. Anyone who says something against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but whoever says something against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven now or ever. All right, so that was Matthew chapter 12, verses 22 to 32. So how does uh, this apply for today? Well, let's see. So we see in the world today, there is so much division. There is division in the church and in the wider society. We love and support people because of race, economic class, gender, political ideologies, religious beliefs, prejudice, stereotypes, etc. So what is wrong with that? Well, the enemy has used that to separate us from each other through the media. The media would have us think that our race, skin color, political ideologies, gender, Religious beliefs are what defines us, but that is not how God sees us. We unfortunately decide who to love instead of loving everyone. For example, we do not share the same opinion, so we are supposed to hate each other. Wrong. We are supposed to love and respect each other, not because we are black, white, rich, poor, male, female, support party A to party Z, Christian, non-Christian, etc., but because we are human beings. All of the above I mentioned are a form of idolatry because we are putting that as an idol or false God instead of worshipping the one and only true God, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So how many times has the media put articles about race or skin color to fit the agenda when the situation mentioned has nothing to do with it. The media pushes the narrative. The, the enemy uses our past pain, insecurities, ignorance, feelings, vulnerabilities as a barometer to, to divide or unite us. It is a continuous divide and conquer tactic. How do you think family and friends get divided? One person likes a particular movie that has a controversial actor or actress and the other doesn't. So then you become divided. But are we going to let the media or the wider society to tell us who to love or when to love as if it is a light switch? This is what has led to cancel culture. We see in the media that black lives matter, LGBT say their lives matter. Well, guess what? God does not judge us by that. The media creates division by creating an evil agenda called divide and conquer and gives us the impression that it is fighting for our rights and values when it is not. Its goal is to divide us by spreading hate. God is sovereign and he looks at our heart and what values and biblical principles we stand up for. Wrong is wrong, and right is right. But do not make the above things an idol. Love people by how you treat them, but not by how they treat you. 
I'll say it again. Love people by how you treat them, but not by, not by how they treat you. And we have to do it collectively. Do not wait for someone to love you for you to love them back. If we do that, nothing would ever change in the world. Why does someone have to line up with our opinion for us to help them? For example, you come out of your car to help someone cross the road. As you're about to help that person, you see they are wearing a jersey that represents a political party that you don't support. So you decide to go back in your vehicle instead of helping them. The word of God is what we are supposed to use as our barometer in this world. Not our skin color, feelings, opinion, ideologies, etc. Why? Well, think of it this way. When we enter the throne and the Lord asks us, why should he let us into heaven? Do not say, because I'm black, because I'm white, because I'm orange, yellow, purple, rich, poor, middle class, support this party or that party, because I'm a, a man or a woman, etc. That is not going to work. As we see through God's word, he doesn't discriminate. The Bible was written for everyone, not for any particular group. So why do we discriminate? Also, we have to be very careful of the people or institutions we look up to as an idol. And remember that there is no one to answer for us or speak on our behalf when we are there with God. When we are there with God, we will have to answer for every sin. So when we think and say that something is wrong, but then say it is right because it fits in with our ideology or opinions, etc. Don't forget that Jesus, Jesus is watching that. Everything is documented on the throne and we are going to have to account for that. So stand up for each other, but be careful to treat everyone with love and respect. Think of whenever we die. How would we want to be remembered or judged? For being a false idol in society because of the above mention? Or for someone who stood up for God and his values through his word? God is the ultimate judge of us, not society. So we want to look at what solution do we have to this divided kingdom that we have in the world today? Well, the solution... Love your enemies. So I'll reference from Matthew chapter 5 verses 43 to 48. So it says, You have heard that it was said, Love your friends, hate your enemies. But now I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. For those who persecute you so that you may become the children of your father in heaven for he makes a son for he makes his son to shine on bad and good people alike and gives rain to those who do good and to those who do evil why should god reward you if you love only the people who love you 
even the tax collectors do that. And if you speak only to your friends, have you done anything out of the ordinary? Even the pagans do that. You must be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. So that was, again, Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 to 48. So not because you love someone means that you agree with their beliefs, etc., but you love Jesus, so you love them anyway. The narrative that the media constantly pushes is, we support different things, people, and institutions, so we are supposed to hate each other. Let me be clear here. We are supposed to love each other, but at the same time, establish our boundaries based on our biblical principles. So obviously, if someone has a crazy agenda where they are threatening you, you're not going to go by their door and offer them cookies as a peace agreement. Some people would never love you, no matter what you do. Your goal is not for you to make them love you. Your goal is to love them because you love God first. I'll say it again. Your goal is not for you to make them love you. Your goal is to love them because you love God first. You do not force your love down anyone's throat. So, to sum up, love everyone and ask Jesus for us to see others the way he sees them and show us the way to treat others how he wants us to treat them. We need to unite and stand up for what is right, but not be dictated by what the world thinks or says, but by what God says through his word. Okay, guys, so that was it for today. A lot to take in. I hope we got the message. I hope you listen to the message before you kill the messenger. Um, God bless everyone. I love you all. The next podcast will be on Wednesday. Thank you for all of your feedback, love, and support. I appreciate it. Any prayer requests, suggestions, ideas, or constructive feedback, please send them to my email address, keegs 14 at yahoo.co.uk that's keegs14 at yahoo.co.uk god bless everyone next podcast on wednesday glory to god